This episode of Appleosophy Weekly contains a small amount of explicit language. Hello, welcome to Appleosophy Weekly, episode 16, the place for all the latest Apple tech news, rumors, and more. Before we get this show started, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Appleosophy, Twitter, and Facebook, and use our website at Appleosophy.com. Okay, so we have Chris. Uh, we have Chris here t- today in the show. So, Chris, thank you for joining today. Yeah, I mean it's good to be back. Although we missed the episode last week, I mean it's you know still as I always say, good to be back because I mean I love doing the podcast so, with you. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Great. Um. So our first story is going to be talking about Apple Park. So. We're gonna be talking. So Apple Park officially had its grand opening for employees on Friday, um, and uh, so what, what was also cool about this? They also had Apple employees. Have, they also had a party, a concert by Lady Gaga with Apple employees. So it was pretty cool. But after, so there's some speculation on Friday that the performer, uh, Lady Gaga, was on her way to Apple Park, and um, and she she did indeed perform at Apple Park, and she she performed the show for fifteen thousand Apple employees. Um, so this was really cool, and this sh- and there's something dedicated to Steve Jobs. So, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on this? You think it's pretty cool because I love to attend one of these concerts. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really good for the Apple employees, you know. But I Benefits, think man. it's just a very interesting um, for you know the tribute to Steve Jobs because I don't remember Steve Jobs being you know a big Lady Gaga guy, so. I mean, that just may be me or, you know, something like that. But I think, you know, it was good and it's, you know, officially, you know, opened the park. So, you know, so be it. I mean, it was a good opening and I mean, it looked very extravagant. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, going to take them down on that. But I think, you know, it just seems kind of random to have Lady Gaga because, I mean, she's kind of been irrelevant in music for, you know, quite some time now. Um, in terms of, you know, like, um, hits. So, I'm surprised they didn't have something like Lil Nas X perform, <laughs> something like well, that. Lady, Old Town Road. So, there's some history with Lady Gaga and Apple, actually, I believe. So, I Steve Jobs, oh, okay. Lady Gaga, I believe, came to Apple one day, talked to Steve Jobs or something like that. It was like, I, for, I forgot the whole story to it, but I know... Um, she did talk to Steve Jobs. It had to do with something, maybe like I think she had ideas for Apple or something, and Steve Jobs invited her to come to Apple or something like that. I could be saying that's all wrong, but I know she was involved in Apple and Steve and Steve Jobs knew her, so there is some connect. There is some connection. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, um, doesn't uh, Bono also have connections with Apple as well? Oh. Uh, uh, Bono, he, so. um, yeah, because he founded the, the Red brand, and they do the product Red iPhone, which, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, prevents, or helps prevent AIDS and HIV as well, so, yeah. Oh, I'm looking I mean, at, it's, it's, so, what's also curious, the full concert is actually on YouTube, uh, a YouTube user, I guess Apple streaming on Apple Web, um, if you know what Apple Web is, it's Apple's internal communications, basically, but. Actually, no, sorry. Uh, some user actually live-streamed the whole thing. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> 54 minutes long. Wait, like, from... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, the whole... 
Yeah, someone like live streamed the whole concert, like an Apple employee or something. That's funny. Whoa, they're gonna be fired probably. Yeah, they won't. I well, they'll get told off for it probably. I don't think I don't think so. Apple's actually pretty open with it. Like I even saw I even saw some user post a page of Apple what Apple Web looked like when Lady Gaga was coming. Um, oh okay. Oh, I'm pretty sure Apple's pretty open with it because I saw a ton of Apple employees posting stuff. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll have to, you know, do a little digging. Yeah. Try and find some something to. Yeah. To report. Um, but overall, it's pretty cool because number one, it's a private concert just for Apple employees, and number two, it's I think it's a cool way to celebrate the grand opening of Apple Park. And then actually, Tim Cook did speak there, um, for like five minutes before Lady Gaga came on stage. But I think it's pretty cool that he came. Um, but so now we're, you know, we're talking about music, right? So we're gonna be talking. To, we're gonna be moving on talking about Apple Music now. So Apple Music will be hosting Tyler the Creator concert on May twenty second in Los Angeles. So Apple Music a few days ago has announced that it is putting on a free show featuring Tyler the Creator on May twenty second in Los Angeles, United States. Um. So, it, it's, this is a free concert hosted by Apple Music, and attendees must be age 16 years and older to attend the event. And then, Apple, so going to hit back to history, Apple typically hosts live events time to time on Apple Music. So, it's not a surprise that Apple's hosting a, a Apple Music concert. It's not, like, a first thing, or, like, it's, not, it's nothing new we've seen. But, um, registrations... I don't know why I'm saying this because registration is already full, but I just think it's cool to mention it because it'll also th this event will also be live streamed live streamed on Apple Music too, so it'll be live streamed on Apple Music on May 22nd in Los Angeles. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I love Tyler the Creative, so I mean, I'll probably try and you know stream it or something like that. Hopefully, have David do something. Yeah. So one thing I. One thing I didn't know, I noticed is that I, I didn't see a time like when like like when the event will be like I didn't see it on on the Apple ticketing website or like the registration for the event I didn't see it on that website I didn't see it on any other sources so I don't even think they announced the time yet I'm not sure maybe attendees already know I don't know I'm kind of curious right now <laughs> Yeah they might send it with the ticket or something like that you yeah, know Yeah probably I'm, it might just might be a security thing I'm not sure um, I have to check Apple Music and see if they have like a, like what you call it, like a, an event page already up or something like that. They probably yeah. will on the day it happens or already. I'll have to I'll have to take a look. But Although my phone... mm -hmm. sorry, yeah, you. Um, but I, I was gonna say it will be streamed on exclusively on Apple Music, so you can watch it on your Apple TV, I believe, uh, your Mac, your Android phone if you have Apple Music for Android. Um, there's some ways to watch the live event. But yeah, uh, what I was going to say was is that, um, I mean, they probably haven't announced any times yet just because they don't want gate crashing. The other, they probably wouldn't have said the location then if they didn't want gate crashing. But I'm, uh, where are they holding it again in, in LA? But did they say, like, a specific, specific, yeah. But did they say a specific location? Oh, a specific location? Um, I believe, I think I did see a location. I just, I, for, I have to look back. But it's at this location. I think they did, like, like they did it a few months ago in last year. And it's like, yeah. Okay, because, um, yeah. I mean, they'll probably have heavy security there as well and everything. 
Mm-hmm, probably. But, yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. They probably do. Apple security. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, they'll that's, probably that's, have... That's a real thing, actually. Yeah, the, the hench-looking guys that you see wearing the black shirts when you go into an Apple store, there'll just be, like, 500 of them just all standing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know there is a thing called Apple security. Like, apparently, if, like, if something happens at an Apple campus, like, Apple will text all their employees on the campus with, them, like, with a message or something like that. Like, they're pretty good with security, I hear. What I, what yeah. employees told me. Well, I mean, the, do they have anything like, um, you know, the Amber Alert systems, you know, when a kid gets kidnapped or, you know, there's a dangerous suspect I think it's, on them? It's something internal, I believe. Oh, okay, so, but I mean, what it, does it replicate something like that where it sends out a mass message to everyone in a lo- certain location? I don't think so because that's that's mostly for government. That's that's a, actually in most countries that's actually like having the government able to send messages to your phone. That's actually a law for security purposes. So, oh, I don't think never... Apple will take advantage of that because it's mostly used for the government. Yeah, well, I mean, like in in the news recently, there were um, three women that were, um, you know, sadly kidnapped and raped in in London, and they don't use the Ambo systems at all. So it's like, you know, oh, these people have been kidnapped. Where are they? So I, I think you know they should use the that more often over here as well, because I mean. I've only ever gone Amber Alerts in so the you US. Have, so, obviously, you have them on for your phone, right? Sorry, what? You have the Amber Alerts on on your iPhone? Yeah, I mean, they come through, um, you know, when it starts raining heavy and it starts to flood, where I have, um, you know, my relatives in America, mm-hmm. it'll say, you know, flooding on, you know, route, whatever. But, you know, in the in the UK, they never have anything, you know, remotely close to the, to the Amber Alert system. Okay, so moving on to the next story. So, Apple seeded the first beta of iOS 12.4 to developers. So, registered developers can download the new iOS 12.4 beta from Apple Developer Center or over the air once the proper configuration file has been installed from the Developer Center. So, you're probably wondering, what is new in this update? So... We, there's really actually not that much expected in iOS 12.4, um, but we've seen some reports that uh, the the beta includes some Apple Car related features as the Apple Car is set to launch in the summer. So probably through slowly throughout each update, it'll start having Apple. It'll start slowly supporting Apple Card, and probably like the Golden Master will have full Apple Card support. I guess you'll say, and like it'll be available by then. So. Uh, Chris, uh, are you excited for Apple Card? Yes, I am. I mean, I spoke to my my mom about get, trying to get one. The only thing is, is that um, you know, I'm not sure how scarcely available it is because I mean, they didn't give too much information about it uh, on the keynote. But I'm hoping that with WWDC, they'll give um more information on how it can be used. Because hey, sorry to interrupt you, but I think they may. I'm guessing, I'm just guessing, but I think they may have, like, a session, like, like a little, like, session for developers just talking about Apple Card. I just, I don't know, it's, like, new technology. I just feel like it's something they'll talk about there, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, like, I think it could be used in a really wide variety of ways. It's just that they have been, you know, really vague about it. Yeah, so it's, like, putting 
a you know toy in front of a little kid and then seeing how that kid interacts with the toy um i mean just because it can be you know used in so many different ways um i mean depending on the toy but i mean like with apple card they you know they can use it to you know do special um payment systems i, I mean i wonder as well if they could use it um as like a a four-in-one metro card type thing you know where you could use it as a you know train ticket or as a um mm -hmm. like a just a regular ticket for something if you get what i mean yeah. and then also have the credit card feature and i think they should also maybe feature? i love the design of the credit card i really think it's really cool like you know like yeah like how it's like laser etched and everything like your name and the apple logo I think it's made out of like some type of titanium or something like that. I believe. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It looks really cool. It's it's very convincing, and I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think, uh, like just kind of from what I said, I think they should do, you know, so it can be used as a ticket. It can be used as you know a pass for you know, some type of you know security system. So, um, you know, Apple could technically spring into you know, more kind of um, home kit stuff as well, because they haven't really done too much on that part. They could do something where you use um, the Apple card um, and the NFC chip to, you know, use it as kind of like a key card access. Right. And um, then, you know, I think they should also introduce debit card, um, you know, systems to it as well, because, I mean, for the people that aren't, you know, 18 or able to, you know, do, um, you know, credit cards, um, you know, debit cards are, you know, the way Apple, to go. Apple so, card you know, that'd be helpful Apple because that way I'd definitely be able to get one. Yeah. Um, and then you have the regular credit card. So it's like a four-in-one type thing. So I think it's very interesting with, you know, how they are able... I'll hopefully be more informed when, you know, WWDC comes around. So that's good. Yeah, I'm, ho I'm hoping the same thing. I feel like we'll get at least a little something about Apple card. Or at least maybe some more information, like, maybe po possibly, like, not, like, privately, but, like, Apple does it, like, behind the scenes with all the software announcements. Oh, no, we'll see. Um, okay, so we're going to be moving on to the next story now. This isn't big news. This isn't, like, the biggest news ever, but we're covering everything we can. So, Alexa now supports Apple Music Australia and New Zealand on Echo, Sonos, and Fire TV devices. So Alexa now supports Apple Music in Australia and New Zealand on Amazon Echo and Amazon Fire devices and compatible Sonos speakers, as reflected in the recent updated Apple support document Apple has published. So what this means is Apple Music subscribers who own one of those devices in those countries can now ask Alexa to play songs, artists, playlists, and more from Apple Music. So this uh, functionality is first... Oh, did you just hear my Alexa go off? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't even notice it was on until, like, now. That's, alright, that's funny. Yeah, good, good job, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but the funny, I, yeah, I, I, need, I need to remember to mute it during podcasts, and if you're listening, and if you have your, if you have your Alexa, oh, shoot, I just said it again. If you have your Echo on, I apologize if I set it off. Okay, moving on. Um, but basically, um, Apple Music is now available in New Zealand and Australia, and I gotta say, I do love Amazon. I do love Apple Music on my Alexa. I actually, use, like it's probably now the only like I probably use Alexa more now than um than like because it has Apple Music support now. So 
uh, uh, Chris, do you have like the Amazon Echo or anything like that? Nope, I don't have any smart speakers. The only you thing that have I the HomePod is the HomePod even available in the UK? God, yeah, it definitely is. The only thing is, is that um, it's not um as cheap because didn't they make it cheaper in the US? Like yeah, it's, 300... like, it's like fifty. It's like fifty dollars cheaper, I think. I think it went from yeah. fifty to two ninety nine. Yeah, the, I don't think they did that price change over here, so you know I'm at a loss of that one. But mm. I mean. I think with Apple Music, you use the smart speaker while you're at home, and then, you know, you have the regular Apple Music app when, you know, you're out and about, you have your headphones in. Hopefully, they're Beats or, you know, some type of AirPod. Um, but, yeah, I think that's just my, you know, general consensus is that, you know, they kind of have it set up in a, a two-stage way. So, you use the Apple Music while you're at home on the smart speaker and then transfer mm -hmm. over onto the phone once, you know, you go out, so I mean, it's a it's a good setup, and I like Apple Music, although I haven't you know used it properly before. It's definitely you know better than you know, I think Spotify's kind of um, you know marketing plan setup type thing because it's um, you know you pay flat fee and you get anything that you want. But I mean, although you can you know say that Spotify gets the same, it's just a lot more confusing for me just because, you know, I find the app very, um, you know, closed and limited in terms of Spotify and also the fact that they, you know, were just kind of bitching to, um, to Apple about their own app. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it just kind of made me lose faith in them anyways. So. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I'm really, yeah. The, the Spotify situation and Spotify complaining to Apple, I just, like, I hope they realize that, like, <laughs> like Apple can pretty much take them off whenever they want. Because they agree to that when, probably when sign, when accepting developer terms and conditions, like, true, you know, Apple will take action. <laughs> like, trust me, they will. Uh, if they break a policy or something like that. But that, that hasn't been the case. And, of course, Apple won't take them down just because they're complaining. Like, that just sounds stupid, right? Would that that'd be against um, the law, wouldn't it? Because it'd be discrimination. Pretty much, yes. They'd um, have to count them out mm -hmm. if they wanted to, you know, take them down. Right, but my perspective on this, I'm totally on Apple's side about this because, number one, it does cost money to have an app on the App Store and it costs Apple money. And I believe you should be, you should be the full, you should have, I believe it's a 30% tax of Apple getting the commission is the right thing because it costs money for Apple to offer those services to customers and it costs them to host your own app on the app store and it's just, it, having the having the idea that they can they cut all the taxes that's just not acceptable because just from my perspective i feel like like, like you got to pay your fair share and well, yeah. for using the plot for using apple's platforms well yeah and also the fact as well is that you know you're getting 30 percent of the you know tax taken off but the thing is, is that you could be, oh, who, who was it that, that they basically had their own payment system involved. And basically it meant that rather than Apple taking, you know, their share, um, you know, they just Spotify did Spotify does that now. I, yeah, because in app purchases, they also get 30%. So. Well, yeah, I mean, they I could think, just. Actually, so sorry. I think it was Netflix you're thinking of, because I know Netflix does that too now. 
yeah, I think Net it was Netflix. And, you know, where you could just, you know, get a scratch code offline or something, buy one in store, and then just input it into the app rather than having to, you know, do an in-app purchase. Because although you're providing the user with that ease, you're, you know, avoiding that 30% tax, which, you know, you're bitching about to Apple. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you got to take one, um, you know, and do how it works. And so I think that's why, you know, Spotify is just trying to push it a bit, and that's why I don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Spotify either. Like, uh, the app, I used the app before. The app's actually okay, and they do offer great service, but, like, I just love Apple Music better because, number one, it's in the Apple ecosystem, and, of course, I'm an Apple fanboy, so that's just how it works. It's just how it works for me. And, yeah. like, Spotify, I'm just, there's something about it. I just want to stay away from them. It's probably the whole controversy thing that, like, with Spotify launching the campaign about Apple and the whole antitrust crap, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it was just a little bit sketchy. Yeah, but from my perspective, I yeah, I do see them bitching about it. Anyway, should we move on to the next topic? Oh, uh, yeah, so let's move on to the next topic. So the next topic is... So the Steam Link app is now available on iOS. So if you do not know what the Steam Link, the Link app is, so... So the app is basically designed to let you play Steam games on your iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV. And it's finally made its way to iOS, and it's available to download as of today. So Valve first announced the Steam Link app in May 2018 and planned to launch it soon after, but Apple ended up rejecting the app due to business conflicts. And I believe it took actually quite a few months to get it back, like, to get approved again. It is now available on the iOS. Um... So, I actually don't really play Steam games. Honestly, I don't play any video games at all anymore. Um, it's a waste of, It's not a waste of time. I love video games, but just my, I just don't have time for it anymore. But I do, I do think it's cool that the Steam Link app is available on iOS. Uh, Chris, do you play any Steam games or anything like that? I mean, I mean, I game on a laptop, so I'm kind of limited to what I can play. But I do... I mean, I have GTA, I have um, BeamNG Drive, think, things like that, basically. So it's just like, um, you know, kind of indie games, um, although uh, GTA isn't really an indie game. But um, yeah, I mean, they're kind of high-intensity games, because especially with BeamNG, they're, um, you know, it's real-time simulation and stuff. So it's not necessarily something like Call of Duty or anything, but um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I I might try it out. The only thing is, is that I don't think my computer would have the processing power to. Yeah, I I know what you mean, um, but yeah, I I I used Steam before a long time, like a while back, but just all of a sudden I just don't have time for you to play these video games anymore. I'm a, I'm a busy person now, so. <laughs> um, yeah, Holden's too busy with that Apple philosophy grind. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we're moving on to the next topic because the Steam conversations, I'm starting to get bored from that now. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. So Apple rises to the third in annual Fortune 500 list of America's largest companies. Um, okay, so not a surprise. So Apple has been ranked third in the annual Fortune 500 list for the highest revenue uh, generating companies based, on based in the United States. So with over uh, $265.5 billion in revenue in fiscal 2018, only Walmart and oil uh, and oil giant Exxon Mobil. So Apple, it's, so it's not a surprise that 
Apple is rated third. But going back, so 2019, Apple's rated third. 2018, Apple's rated fourth. 2017, third. 2016, third. 2015, fifth. 2014, fifth. 2013, sixth. 2012, 17th. 2011, 35th. In 2010, 36th. Wow. So they're really... Like, they've, they've really cleaned up. I know. They're really, so they went so from 2010 to 2019, it went from 56 to 3rd. <laughs> like, dang. Yeah, I mean, that's an absolute grind for them. They've, you know, worked their way up the chain. Right, and just uh, Although, also mention, sorry, just also mention that some other notable companies that are in the Fortune 500 uh, include Amazon in 5th place, and Google parent company Alphabet is in 15th, and Microsoft is in 26th. So Apple beat all of them, which is awesome. It is, because, I mean, what what space are they in at the moment? Or is that, like, what you just said? That's what I just said. Yeah, they're in third right now for this year. That's what that's what Fortune rated them. Oh, for the, In the for Fortune 500. Year. Okay. Yeah. Although, what, so what were they in in 2012? Are you able to find that out now? Or, in 2012? Um, that be a bit so in, in, in 2012, No, not not Apple. I mean, um, like Amazon. Oh, oh, Amazon. Um, I can't. I don't have the information with me right now. I just have on. I just have all the data on Apple. Okay, that's fine. It's just because you know, like, to see where they're at compared to Amazon from both periods of time would be interesting. Just to see, because I think you know, Apple really has gained popularity in you know the the past you know ten, fifteen years. So, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's definitely something that Apple should take pride in because they've definitely, you know, shot their way up, um, you know, as they're compared definitely. to Microsoft or, or Amazon even as well. So, you know, it's props to them pretty much. So just read the description of what Fortune. So this is Fortune description of Apple, a quote from them. So they said 2008. So they said 2018 will be remembered as a year that Apple first achieved a market value of $1 trillion as well as as when growth in iPhones, Apple's largest single product by far, began to slow. Before the introduction of the iPod, the iPhone's uh, uh, processor, Apple was once uh, ex- once exciting computer maker, now only a retailer and an oil company are bigger. It's, it's challenge as consumers hang on to phones longer. Apple is repositioned itself as a service provider, already iTunes, Apple Music, iCloud, and cuts from sales, and its popular app store generates billions of dollars of sales. Um, so that's that's what uh, Fortune's description of Apple for 2019. I mean, they're not wrong. So. No, they're, they're, no, they're not wrong. I totally agree. <laughs> um, yeah, they're pretty much spot on with that. So. Yeah. Okay, so now we're moving on to the next story. So Apple Pay launch in the, Nether- in the Netherlands appears imminent. So, Apple Pay will likely launch in the Netherlands in a very near future, as the service has now been evaluated to beta status internally at Apple ahead of its most, um, as a rollout in the country. The server side change was first spotted by Wolf, uh, Wolf Mr. Small Tools and confirmed by Mac Rumors. So, um, so Apple Pay is coming soon to the Netherlands. Um, so if you have any, if we have any Netherlands, like, if you have any listeners from the Netherlands, this story's for you. So, um, just like to say, Apple Pay will be coming soon to the Netherlands. Um, hey, Chris, do, so do you use Apple Pay a lot in the UK? 
Yes, I do. Uh, I, I, think, I think I've said this before. I never take out my card anymore because I've just got Apple Pay on my watch and I also have it on my phone. So it's just like double tap, boop, done. And it's so there's the no need to, for and a card. the US is a different story here because like, I'll say I feel like like 50% of like the businesses here accept Apple Pay. This stuff, I don't understand it. Like you have companies like Germany and like UK, like like not like they have like ninety percent adoption rate probably. I'm just making these. I'm just guessing from from my perspective. And then you have the US when you're at like fifty percent or whatever. But like, I don't know. I just feel like the adoption slow in the United States. I'll have to look. I'll have to do some more research on that. But yeah, because most businesses, most businesses over here that accept credit cards will most likely accept Apple Pay as well. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends. Because, um, I mean, there's some where, you know, they only accept, you know, the, you know, regular MasterCard or uh, Amex or something like that. So, I mean, you kind of just have to either research where you're going for us to buy. Okay, so moving on now. So we're already talking about Apple Pay. We're going to be talking about Apple Card again. So, Apple Car's colorful packaging has been revealed ahead of launch. So, new photos on how Apple Car will be presented to, ca- to consumers when it starts reaching early adopters this summer. So, so, it's the first time we've seen the Titanium Card fancy packaging since it was announced back in March. And it is said to be in beta testing with Apple employees ahead of its launch. So, Apple Car is a new kind of credit card created by Apple, a quote from the company. And it also promises all the things you expect from an Apple product. So like so like privacy and it ditches and it also ditches things that make traditional credit cards horrible. So so basically, um you can you can take a you can take a look at the packaging um online. But basically it's like it's really colorful and apparently to activate the card, all you do is like wake up your iPhone and like hold and like hold near the like the card box and apparently it'll activate the car um but it's pretty cool yeah i mean that's innovative technology when you get to that point um you know having a developed product like that where you're able to just open your phone and have it activate like that i think that's something that every company should aspire to um because i mean apple's really been proven the king when it comes to um you know getting a product set up because like with the apple watch mm-hmm. it has uh you know like the little uh what is it like the dots or something yeah and those you know it's one unique and two it just looks really aesthetically pleasing as well and that's something that i think apple pulls off great every single time just because you know they're so good at it so they might as well you know bring it to the um the car as well and i think they've been able to do that pretty well no i agree with you um but another thing to mention is i was looking back and so talking about when apple was um i was gonna i i'll look at the apple park so if you go to instagram and go to like location on apple park you can see like inside of the campus of the out you can see inside of apple park sometimes and i saw a photo that apple employees get 10 percent cash back with apple card uh, by purchasing stuff at Cafe Max, so, uh, for so Apple employees get ten percent back. It's actually quite a lot. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Because I mean, what's the what's the cashback? Is it two percent, right? I think, but I thought that was interesting. That was 
I thought that was an interesting perk to have. Yeah, because what what were the what were the bonuses? It was three percent at Apple stores, two percent at um regular stores, just and, using your phone without the pay. One percent using the Apple Card, I think. Okay. Yeah, because I think that they should maybe try and be a bit more ambitious with that. Because um, I think there were there were a couple videos online saying how uh, providers like Citibank um, were offering better cashback rates. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, people will probably just go for this anyways, just because it's you know a titanium card. It's from Apple. It's new. So, you know, people will probably want to try it out as well so i mean it's definitely worth um you know looking at and i I think it'd be interesting if you know someone from the apple team you know got a hold of it because i'll try it (laughs) yeah yeah true i'll I'll, see if they let me because i'm a little younger i'm but i already have a ton of cards so they're probably let they probably will let me because you have to be like eligible just just try yeah I'll, i'll get i'll attempt it but, I mean, my, anyway. My, it's cool. My parents actually heard the Apple Card news, and they said they're interested in it, too. Okay. They, they, they also told me they wouldn't mind trying Apple Card, so it's pretty cool. Well, guys, that's all the latest app news for today's episode. I know it's a little bit short. There hasn't been too much exciting news in the, in the last two weeks, but trust me, when WWDC 2019 comes closer, th- there'll be some more exciting news coming, guys. And we'll also do, be doing some more live shows soon on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. So, um... Stay up to date on the Applosophy Instagram account at Applosophy, A-P-P-L-E-O-S-O-P-H-Y. And of course, you can visit our website at Applosophy.com for the latest Apple tech news rumors. And you can check out all the articles written by our awesome team, by our awesome writers team. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining today's episode. Yeah, thank you for having me again. And I mean, I'll hopefully see you guys next time. Awesome. And, of course, you can visit this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe for more. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Holden Satterwhite, and bye-bye.